2: what's up everybody welcome to another episode of the gamma games chop shop it's your host Atachi 266 this week with my co-host burn x23 and the king rufus we have a wonderful episode lined up for you guys this week as always so without further ado let's get to it but how are you guys you knew it was coming i don't, I don't know what you no i i the volume i wasn't ready i wasn't ready i mean i was ready for the, the you know the his whole s- slogan just not a- amplify volume
1: that, oh i'm sorry i, I heard it
0: hard today.
2: <laughs> he really did i have like everybody cranked up so it's like like whoo I hope oh, yeah. like that
0: just came, like, roaring through your headphones. It like, really did. It really did. And
2: probably yeah, every listener's... Now. It, just just a little bit. Draws got a little heavy. Just just slightly. I mean, I have... It's either I have a beautiful outro and it gets ruined by plastic wrapping. Or <laughs> right, I finally have a beautiful intro. <laughs> It get, but it gets ruined by, by a very loud, suck my balls. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. Hey, guys, intro, though. I, 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 it was good. I thought it was, I, I thought it was good. I thought it was, you know, I put my heart into it. And now, you know, my heart is in, in my drawers as well. <laughs> <laughs> so you got scared. But, guys, I don't want you to think I was saying that, you know, Ty beating his little one was not important. It was just the fact. He didn't mute the mic <laughs> at all. <laughs> <That I did. laughs> he definitely did not. Guys, if you go back like to like, I think it was like episode three or four. You can just hear it. was the hear, second one. It yeah, was the second one. You could just hear that, that rapper just going. Just, <laughs> but there's no dialogue. Just, <laughs> just straight rapper. <sighs> one day I'll get it right. One day. But I, I, I think it adds charm. It does. It does. It's just, <laughs> you know, my heart may disagree. I wasn't I wasn't ready. But, you know, I'm I, whatever. I'm never ready.
1: Wasn't ready. <laughs> I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready.
2: So, wanna kick this episode off with our first ever game review on the podcast. I do remember I put up a poll survey on my Patreon page asking what you guys would like to hear of some more of in the podcast and you guys said game reviews so at the time it was a little tricky to do because there really wasn't anything coming out at that time um but now we've had several things come out uh but it'll be per week because i really want to be able to get into the nitty-gritty of some of these things and the way that the guys and i play these games i mean we could have mini series on like one game (laughs) <laughs> and probably do an entire True. season of it so <laughs> so we're gonna try to do this spoiler free uh, burn and go try to get to the things that we think you guys would would care about and give you guys our opinion on the game whether it's a thumbs up thumbs down um, and then pretty much take it from there but I'm pretty sure everybody knows the highlight for for this week uh, and that's a uh, Borderlands 3 now what? It's been ten years, right? Over ten years? When two
1: came out? Um, hold on, let me double check that, cause I don't think two came out in nine.
2: Yeah, I just know two. Two. Well, it's like been like So almost, but not quite. Twelve. September eighteenth, two thousand twelve. Okay, so one, it's good to know that a game. It was never. It, we're not. It was never in development hell, but usually once a game has been out or its second game has been out for a long time and you haven't heard anything about a third you start to wonder if it's gone into that half-life world of never happening
0: (laughs) I, i think i knew that it was always happening uh partially because i know somebody who actually works at gearbox i know one of the devs uh for uh that works at gearbox but gearbox is a really small studio in dallas like, they do not have, like, a massive staff like, say, like, EA would have where you can just, you know, throw thousands and thousands of people at a game. When they're doing one game, that is the only game that they are doing at that time. That they have to dedicate all their resources Correct. to. So, all their resources go into one game. So, uh, like, when they're, we're making, uh, why is it escaping me right now? Uh. You know, to, uh is it it's a not sports game? No, no. What? What did they make? What about making... their last release? Yeah. What was their last release? Between Borderlands and. Uh,
2: that—that's actually a really good question. That is actually a really Battle good Born. question.
0: Oh, oh yeah, Battleborn. Battleborn, Battle yeah. So like when they were making Battleborn, like that's. That's all they can do, you know. And like, and whenever they do stretch themselves too thin, then um, you get Duke Nukem forever. <laughs> oh man, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I just want to like, point let's, out. Let's just have them stick to one game at a time. I, I just want to point
2: out that <laughs> they got King-, King fucked over with Battleborn, bro. King Rufus knows a developer. Uh, shift codes much? What? I'm just saying, if all you got to do is try Ask. to get golden <laughs> I'm like,
0: hey, oh, hey, hey, oh, shif- it, shift shifting. It is the husband of somebody that I work with, so, uh, and uh, and that person does really well in my company. Um, oh. <laughs> so, so, uh, the easiest person to reach. I was going to say. I could probably say, get a hold of them, but, uh, you know.
2: might have some, some, some questions.
0: Yeah, it would also be like, why the hell are you bugging my husband for shit for Borderlands? (laughs) (laughs) This is
2: important. This is important life things, okay? This is important life things. This is life-changing things.
0: The listeners will understand. So, like, it's funny, like, how his whole, like, life in gaming, like, came about. Like, his wife, who I work with, actually made him quit his other job because he was so miserable in like the he was working for like a, one of the major retailers like doing coding and things for them that he was like no go take a huge pay cut and work for gearbox <laughs> uh, so they're like they're based in frisco texas which is uh north of dallas if i remember yeah. that correctly yeah it's right outside of dallas gotcha okay well, I just
2: want to lead off the uh, review by saying I think they've done a phenomenal job with the game. Uh, and one thing I must say is its they knew they had a formula. The formula worked, and they've been very good at adding to and not changing it. They pretty much have looked at the times, looked at pretty much how the games have changed over the years, and they've just implemented things that that one, benefit the game, make sense in the game, and that people have, you know, that they want in the game. Cause what is it? Something is so, and it, this is little details to me. And I'm one of those people that notices little details. I'm that guy that will walk to the edge of a map to see if I can jump off of it, or if there's an invisible wall that's gonna stop me. I'm that guy. And I could say that for one, they put so much attention to detail that you could tell that they put love into this game. It's it's little things that used to bug me in, in other games, that something as simple as like when you look through, when you're walking around a first person shooter and you got a sniper scope, and the reflection of the map in the sniper scope doesn't match the actual map you're on. That always bugged me always little things like that and they've they literally have things like that in the game and i i'm like a lot of people probably thinking like well what, what does that have to do with it that just shows that they paid attention to detail like for example the character most she has a watch that tells you the in-game time so you know like when it's about to be night, when it's about to be day, you know, it's it's little details. And when I saw those little details, I said, okay, this is going to be a good game. They put a lot of effort into this. This wasn't just slapped together. This wasn't just, okay, a reskinned Borderlands 2, you know, we're just going to change the number. No, this this is a whole new game while still being pretty much the same thing we know and love. And then they implemented the the uh, the climb feature, so now you can actually jump and mantle and grab onto objects and pull yourself up. The sliding feature, which I always thought belonged in a Borderlands game. If any shooting game needed a slide feature, Borderlands was that game. That would have been it. Yeah, Borderlands was the game that needed a slide feature because in every other shooter, I slide usually when I see someone else do it. Like when we play Apex, I only slide because one of you guys slides, and it's like this illusion that it makes you go faster when it really doesn't. But because someone else did I was like, oh yeah, that's right, I can slide. Or you slide know... Slide out of boredom. Yeah, I slide out of boredom or or something else, like abilities. I never forget to use my abilities in Borderlands, never. But in every other game that has like abilities and stuff, it's like, oh, that's right. Why didn't I use my ability? And that's because Borderlands, is, Borderlands, especially Borderlands 3, the abilities are just so much fun. And it's not hard to get them. It's, it's so much fun. You've got so many different ways to customize it. It's one of those where he, even though everyone has the same tree branches, I feel nobody's play styles will be the same. Even if you filled it out... Like, yeah, even if you filled out the exact same point system, the guns, because there's so many different guns, so many different shields, so many different mods, your playstyle will not be anywhere near as close as to someone else. And, and that sense of individuality makes the game just that much more enjoyable, so much more endearing. Uh, and overall, it's story, one... it's it's a very well connected story. I mean it's branching three games and they've they've connected all of them very well. It's just perfect segue from one to three. And they they didn't really miss a they really didn't skip a beat with it. I mean they don't also just abandon characters. That's another thing I like. They never abandon their characters in the first game to the second game to the third game. They haven't just abandoned the, the previous characters. Now granted, I didn't realize some of the characters were as talkative <laughs> as apparently they were until you know the the sequel comes out and then you find out third game. Uh, Yeah, the third game and then you find out everybody in the first two games is a chatterbox and it's like <laughs> Okay, well where was all this before?
0: <laughs> and that's
2: the other thing. That's I mean, the some thing. Of
0: the yeah yeah. Well, I think that's that uh you know, while well, you're developing it for a new for a new console, so you got more space to play around, so you can build out a bigger and better game. Yeah, or, yeah. In this case, it, from what it sounds like, a chattier game. It, definitely,
2: because when when my character spoke from the first beginning of the game, I was like, "Excuse me, I could talk." I was. I was so confused. I mean, the stream could tell you. I was just so captivated by that for like a good 10 minutes. Like I for like the whole first chapter, I just kept talking about my character has dialogue. I mean, the only other time I got excited about a character having dialogue was when the trailer for Destiny Forsaken dropped and we heard the Guardian speak again, because everybody was confused and they were like, wait. Didn't the Guardian speak in the first one? And nobody could remember. It's like, no, the Guardian had dialogue in the first one. He was mute in in the second one for whatever reason. So when it looked like they brought dialogue back, I was like, I can talk. And then we all found out that that was it. That one line. Now,
0: now do you like the idea of having, like, a bunch of dialogue for your character? Or do you like it, like, where your character is more mute or not, maybe not mute but speaks a lot less do you find that helps you immerse yourself in the game a little more or do you like having a little voice inside your head all the time
1: so here's the thing I like having the voice and the reason I like yeah. having the voice is because I understand that character's personality and that's right I don't want to have a mute character I don't know what intention the developer wanted the character to be like God. that make yeah. sense yeah and especially
2: i mean and for me and i'm gonna be completely honest with this i like the character to have a voice because if they've got a complicated name i want to make sure i said the name right
1: oh okay <laughs> so because i'm going <laughs> around stingy.
2: yeah i i will butcher a name if i don't know how it's supposed to be said so but for me I get it uh why they might have new characters because you're supposed to in your own head maintain that conversation um so the dialogue is oh, usually that's all That's what
1: was always my issue with Final Fantasy games.
2: Yeah, you're supposed <laughs> to so Yeah, you're supposed to be in the in the mindset of that character. That character's supposed to be you, but that character isn't me i didn't create that character and that's the only thing that kind of distanced me from some like online mmos because everybody's characters mute they just head nod head shake gasp so it always throws me off when it's like yeah so it always throws me off like the character create screen where it's like pick your voice and i'm like oh i can talk i'll speak the lines i pick and then your character says nothing. So I said, well, what's the voice for? It's just for me to go, oh, ah, huh. and I'm like, that's not a voice option. You could have just picked a default and I wouldn't have cared. It would yeah. have been fine.
0: Yeah. Burn, actually, when you said that, that actually like the first Final Fantasy I ever played was Final Fantasy 7, not really knowing anything about JRPGs leading up to that point, um, you know, really at all, because I, I was probably you know, in 5th or 6th grade when Final Fantasy 7 came out, so I the, the world of JRPGs had not opened up to you know, Little King Rufus at the time yet but well, he was and still I, a Little
2: Prince, he was Prince yeah, Rufus yeah, and I was
0: like, why am I reading so much in this game? Like, and that's how I felt about it at first you know, I was like, I don't want to read a fucking novel <laughs> I want to kick ass But I don't uh, mind reading well, I didn't I didn't mind it either, but I just wasn't prepared for that because all I had seen up to that point was the cutscenes from Final Fantasy Seven, because that's all they showed you in the commercials for Final Fantasy Seven were the cutscenes, which I'll argue still kinda hold up today. The actual like in in-game play of Final Fantasy Seven, that doesn't hold up really to anything. You know, like <laughs> the polygons today. Yeah, they haven't no, like very well. The, the cutscenes were badass for that game. Nobody had ever seen anything like it, you know, up until up to that point. But uh yeah, like I had no idea. I was like, why is he responding in head nods? You know, like and like, why is this person having an argument with a person who doesn't have any text coming back? Like, Cloud doesn't right. say anything. Yeah. You know, but they're like having arguments with him, and I was like, what the
1: fuck? What? But and then it throws you off. issue with the character of Cloud, because then later on they develop the character be this silent, but. This is a character that pretty much stole someone's whole life. Yeah, we're not gonna go there at the moment. <laughs> yeah, because
2: then the movie when when I when I saw Advent Children, and I, I you know in my head I had Cloud as a certain way because I imposed a certain personality on Cloud based off of the lack of dialogue.
0: Right. Did you put like, did you in your head make Cloud like a complete dick, like I did? Uh, like that's that's how I had him. He was more he was more passive in my
2: head because like like that's the other thing about uh, textless and dialogueless characters that I, it throws me off. I always feel that they just when you accept quests, it felt like you didn't have a choice. You just people come yeah. to you and they go do this, and you just take it. And then I I get easily distracted with that because it's like. Why is my character just going around nodding heads? Like, at least have a witty reply or at least some sign of acknowledgement so that, you know, because then as a person, it makes it feel like I have no say. Like, I get it. It's a game. It's a quest, you know, to progress. You've got to do these things. But to not have response, I mean, okay, here's a good example. Could you imagine Mass Effect have been as big of a success as it was if your character's, choices weren't
0: spoken it was Absolutely just uh, not. exactly if it mean, was just a silence reply makes, i mean and the like with mass effect like when you were carrying those decisions over from game to game like that that's a really cool concept mm-hmm. you know that i don't think has had been explored up until that point
2: yeah dialogue makes a, a lot of difference you can you can implement emotion into it because it, and mass effect made it pretty clear it was like you know blue is good red is bad and which one and then when your character spoke it, you felt the emotion it wasn't just like oh i made a bad choice okay cool Next, like you felt the emotion you felt the weight of your choice like if i tell you right now i never had felt so like emotionally attached to characters until like Mass Effect 2 with the suicide mission and you got to pick people I mean I was like because of the conversations I had with them back and forth because it wasn't just a one-sided conversation it was an actual conversation I actually felt obligated to my characters to learn more about them to go out and do the missions that guaranteed their survival that extra bit of voice dialogue made me more committed to the game compared to you know a head nod here a question that they just answer because i always wondered that and it still throws me off even as an adult i was like wait how am i asking this
0: question i'm a mute because it what was it like Let, how in, how they do that in uh fable in, in you know, fable like, yep you know like i love the fable games it, had Peter Molyneux not like lied about half the stuff that was going to be in him, you know, like I think that people would have like enjoyed them even more and not shit on them in some ways. Um because to me, like, they're some of my favorite games to play even even now. And uh, ooh, I got dinner. Thank you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, like, special, special delivery <laughs>
2: of the plate. Kind, <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. I I totally get it, cause Zelda Zelda did that. Zelda, and they they've never changed it. And for certain characters, it works. We've always known Link was, he's not really, but they always quote you know he's quote unquote the silent protagonist. But he he does it. It works well for him because Link doesn't need dialogue. It, it, he doesn't need dialogue he's that strong silent hero it, it's worked for him because that's how he was created that's how he was made but it's also like would Mario be able to pull that off no I mean there's no dialogue choice but just no, him I'm saying good. something just the sounds
0: he makes you know he's gonna go it's a me Mario Or well, I you think know. with like more modern RPGs like especially like you need to have voice like for your main character yeah you know or well really like any like truly heavily story driven game your character in the modern age like if you're you know if your main characters don't have a voice then you know it just seems cheap or you know like it, it's just not done like you know with um I know that we'll get into Spent all this time like red dead online on later, but yeah, uh, with like, I don't know if you've actually seen, but like all those characters in all those modern, like heavily story driven games that they're not just voice actors, they're actual actors and they act out every single one of those cutscenes. Every yeah. single thing that is done is like recorded live. Like, you know, one of my favorite things is, um, like that, I find hilarious to this day. Um, is the scene in GTA 5 where Trevor like trips over the fe- uh, Franklin's fence that yep. wasn't supposed to happen, <laughs> but they just left it in there. Like, that yeah. that's an actual blooper from from when they were uh creating the game, oh, and uh, yeah,
1: not yeah, <laughs> yeah. A
0: lot of a
2: lot of the, uh, most of the games now they're, they're all motion capture and then they just get layered and. And, and it works, and that's why I'm just thinking. I'm like, okay, well, you can, if you go to that length, and you know, to get that much reality, just add some dialogue, just the spoken dialogue, just, just give them complete Jeez, life.
1: It's here and there,
2: yeah, just just a little bit here, just, just a little Give bit. me a little something, something, a little, a little something, something. So but, cool. uh, but guys, let us know what you think about it uh, personally. I think voice dialogue is the way to go, um, but yeah, as for the game, uh, the only downside I can think of honestly is, well, pretty much the same problem every game has. It's just a matter of time i come across it, but I will say it is riddled with not game breaking, but it is riddled with uh, bugs. Yeah. Um, there'll be moments where, if you're in the middle of an action and something happens that probably wasn't supposed to happen or like a grenade somebody throws goes off and causes you to like move while you're like trying to revive a pet it'll freeze that image on your screen and then you can't get rid of it (laughs) so there's been there's been moments where the game will you know was it change quests on you and everyone's just kind of confused or you know uh
1: enemies will so get someone leveled up yeah and the person already went up two levels past that level up. yeah past that level uh one of the ones
2: that it was actually really frustrating because it was in a mode where it's surviving waves and we were on the final wave uh on the final round in the final wave but the enemy had flown off map where we couldn't reach it and yeah we couldn't kill it and i had that happen in a boss fight where i had to pretty much leave the game, come back into the game, because an enemy teleported itself behind an elevator that I couldn't make go up because it was locked in place. And he teleported himself behind the elevator. I could see him. It was a glass elevator, but he was behind it and we couldn't kill each other. So, I mean, it's more annoying bugs than game breaking is it will just be like, okay, do I feel like doing this entire segment again because this one enemy decided to spawn way over there where i can't kill him, or you know my game is frozen a little bit i can't get this image off screen i gotta leave and come back in so but all in all borderlands 3 personally really amazing game well worth the wait i will say that in, that was in, worth the
0: wait in all due time you know, all those bugs will end up getting fixed. So. Oh yeah, for sure. All right, for yeah, sure. I, I, I think I gotta go buy Borderlands now. You know, I, get, I gotta spend money on a new game. <laughs> it is totally worth it. And 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 this is and this is the thing. They more
1: we system.
2: What? Wanted. Well, I mean, yeah. If he wants oh, to play gotta with yes, us. Oh, I guess PS4 so I can play with you fuckers, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but hey, but hey, it's a party. It look, that's the thing. It's. The way they've done this is it's very open, very welcoming. If you play by yourself, you can still have fun. If you've, you know, if your friends aren't even online and you're like, well, I don't feel like playing by myself, you can matchmake. You can matchmake for the campaign. If you don't feel like doing the campaign, you can matchmake in Circle of, uh, of Slaughter. You can do a dungeon run. You have options. You have a lot of options. There's so much content for side questing the story something to keep you distracted and even at the end of the game because they they changed a lot of stuff a lot of stuff that used to be level locked is now story locked if that's a guaranteed way to get people to play the story that is that was smart (laughs) that's a really good way that's a
0: really good way to make sure people people play the story interested in the single player yeah and that's really important to somebody like me who like i play at weird times and sometimes I, i don't have like a solid block of time to play a game because you know just like you guys like i have a life outside of outside of gaming in this podcast um you know i i have a job that i work 60 hours plus a weekend <laughs> you know so sometimes like some nights like i might get 40 minutes to play a game you know versus other nights where you know i'll have three hours because I can't sleep and my mind's going crazy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but but that's really important. And I'm glad that you said that, that there's something to do even if your friends aren't online or, you know, you want to play by yourself because almost every game that I play, I play by myself.
2: Yeah. And it looks like they thought of... They thought of... I want to say they thought of everybody when they were designing this game. It's like they looked at how people play, what people play, what's interesting, what they didn't want to do. And I, here's the one thing I can say, and this goes with my blessing because this is proof that it can be done. Borderlands has stood strong for over, I'm talking one through three, over 10 years without their focus being PvP. This
0: is true.
2: Stood strong look at i mean that's
0: awesome that they can do that yeah
2: and And this is where
0: perfect battle royales and pvp shooters are pretty much everything i mean if you look at the hottest games on twitch most of them are pvp style games mm -hmm. you know so that's that's awesome yeah good for them
2: and proof that and 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 proof that it is still enjoyable is it's been number one on Twitch since it's well not number one on Twitch, but it's been in the top five on Twitch since its release. Like how long do you think you can stay there? I give it another yeah. week. I give it another week, at least.
0: Another week? Yeah,
1: I give it another no, I week. Give at it least. Bit, I give it a little bit longer. And the reason I give it a I say bit until
0: longer. the holiday season and you start getting like drop after drop after drop after
1: drop of new games. Right. Then that it stays, you know, in that you know, top five. I see it staying within that top rank till Modern Warfare comes out. Well, that's a whole nother month away. So I mean, well, are we I I now? For well, the only reason
2: I say I give it another week because if we're talking top ten, probably because it's 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 number eight right now. It's number eight, yeah. but it's also based on time zone and you know viewer to streamer ratio uh and also don't forget whatever tournaments decide to pop up because if overwatch has another tournament that's going to push it down if uh counter strike has a tournament that's going to push it down if fortnite sneezes that's going to push it down so whatever game has a tournament people fought to and then it you know bumps it down could it be recovered absolutely i mean there's like i said there's just so much to do in that game that hitting hitting level 50 isn't the peak that's like the icing on the cake like when you hit 50 then you can get into the real nitty gritty stuff and people are just now discovering that so they're coming back to the game and there's so, like I said, there's so much to do that when this, you know, when the extra DLCs come out, that's just gonna be like more on your to-do list. Like, oh crap, I gotta go back to the game. Plus, there's what four? There's four characters as always to level up and and play with.
1: So yeah, they I have they announced cool. their first
0: DLC yet?
2: Have well, they? I don't think they have. They just um, they they've already they just know it's four, right? It's four it's supposed to be four DLCs.
1: And they're, they just they're know huge. Be four. Yeah. And they're always huge. But right. at the same time, look at Borderlands 2. They originally said it was only gonna be three, and then it ended up being what five of them? Yep. But that's
2: that's the love and reset. That's that's pretty much their hat tipping to, to us for all the love and
0: support that it got. Pretty much. It's like they love it and give them more of what they love. And I know a lot of gamers that say Borderlands Two is their favorite video game of all time. Totally
2: understandable.
0: Of of that, you know, of its generation, but of all games ever, you know, and that's yeah. I that covers a lot of ground. That that's a lot
2: of ground because you're covering, you're talking story, you're 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 talking uh, one just overall mechanics because. you, you can have a game with an engaging story. I've had plenty of games that have had, okay, what's a, if anybody even knows a tie, probably knows it. The Dragoner's Ira. It was a
0: PSP uh, game. Yeah. Yeah. Good, I it because you played it.
2: Yeah. Good story. Good story. Terrible oh, game that's... mechanics. Okay, there it is. Terrible game mechanics. Had so much potential. And then it was like when it came to the actual game part, they dropped the ball hard. Now, did you finish it? No. It, it's too no. slow. It is it. too slow. Leveling up was Love like molasses. Game. That
1: was like that. White Knight Chronicle. Yes. Yes. I, I was... <sighs> I was so, so much potential and they just kind of fucked around with it. Yeah. It totally,
2: it totally, it totally shattered me because I had so much hope for that game. Another game that leveling
0: um, up wasn't even fun. It wasn't was fun. A grind. Oh, oh. Like, yeah. yeah. Like
1: yeah, the definition of a grind. grind. Yeah, it was. And whereas. Was line and they were like, oh, well. We have the storyline, we have these established characters, but guess what? The main character is a made-up character that you have to utilize. The character isn't really the main character of the storyline, but that's the character you have to use. Yep. It's like they fucked around the mechanics of something that could have been beautiful about this war-torn nation and an ancient weapons uh, that deal with giant robots. Pretty much. <clears throat> it had so much potential. And then even with the
2: second one, it was just like okay. Same shit? So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Same, same shit Are with a, an extra
1: number. All so, that potential. Take out the fucking PvP a- Whoa, that's what it was for. It was a PvP aspect and an MMO, MMO aspect. <clears throat> yeah. Took both those out. And nominal game. Down the chance
2: for phenomenal game down the drain. And then you got the those that put so much into their graphics, and then everything else is just there. Shit. <laughs> yeah. So for people to say Borderlands is their favorite of all time, yeah, that's that's a lot of you know check marks in and boxes. I mean, it's graphically it's graphically beautiful it's a it's very appealing to the eye
0: it's gameplay is solid of, that style of graphics doesn't it won't go out of style don't know it, that definitely like, yeah it's like it's like that you know like it's like you're, you're playing like, a comic back book in time and you're looking at like ps1 graphics like they all look like trash like <laughs> they're not they don't look how you remember them as a kid
2: they don't have you actually d- dig okay i challenge anybody to go find uh, a tube television hook up a classic system i'm not saying put it on your hd tv where your tv you know tries its best to spritz it up and, yeah. and boost yeah. it no i'm saying go back to an old television plug everything in turn it on And see if you can stare at that thing without getting cross-eyed. Well, that is how we used to play. Come over
0: to my house, and we can do that because I do have a CRT TV, and I do have my GameCube, my PlayStation, my Super Nintendo, my Sega, all hooked up, all working, ready to go. So he's probably the one of like probably a thousand people on Earth who still has the eyes for it. But honestly, like to play, uh, you know, well for GameCube. I have a uh, Wii so that way I can upscale my game uh, my GameCube games into that it'll run it at like 720 or you know something like that and that's like the definitive way to play GameCube games uh, but you know if unless you want to spend it and I can talk retro gaming all day uh, <laughs> <laughs> but unless you want to spend money on like really 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 expensive upscalers, and you're willing to risk it because some of the upscalers, they can brick your systems. Uh, if you're if you're not careful. And I'm not willing to take that risk because, you know, I got one N64. Yeah. I have I have you know I, I have one original PlayStation. I have a PS2 that can obviously run, you know, PlayStation 1 games, but I got I got one and I don't have and I got one GameCube with a uh gba player and yes i have the boot disc so (laughs)
1: like
0: (laughs) we all deal with it no like but like you know so i don't risk it with those systems and i just plug into a crt tv now it's if you get like a late edition crt television like that shit runs okay it it looks pretty good now, if you go back and you get yourself, you know, grandma's old TV out of the basement from 1985, mm, you know, yeah, you might be looking a little dark there. <laughs>
2: yeah, it might, it might be a little bit, a little bit blurry because I, I was looking at on a YouTube video, somebody in its original quality was streaming like old commercials, and I was like, we used to watch it in what?
0: How the oh, heck did we see that? I it, mean, it. And and that's just not only for, like, games, but for, like, television. Just like you said, like, television, like, go try and watch a pro hockey game from 19-anything pre-HD. It is the most hot garbage piece of shit (laughs) mess that you have ever seen.
1: It's
0: like, you can't even see the puck. No, you can't. You cannot see the puck. And, like, they tried, like, all sorts of gimmicks in, like, the throughout the 90s to like be able to see the puck like use they put like you know like some sort of like goofy like red light on the puck like that would pick up with the TV cameras and it's still then it just looked like there was like a big floating red dot like going around the screen and you just had no idea what it was yeah but until then like without without HD television like yeah you can't watch anything I eh? I'm, I'm with you on that yeah i can play basically everything through super nintendo you know because those are but any like first generation 3d games oh god
1: <laughs> yeah
0: yeah 2d 2d you're fine you're good if it's 2d but yep. 3d yeah but uh yeah. or like you remember the first time you saw Star Fox for the snes oh yeah go back and try and play that
1: guys oh, nope. no last time i did i thought i was gonna have epilepsy
0: Nope. Yes. No
1: yeah. thanks. I'm good. Yeah, I mean <laughs> I wanted to keep of a
2: me,
0: special place in my heart. Like part of me was even like amazed that they even put the Star Fox games on the SNES classic just because and I know that they're the first one was revolutionary and the second one was done. They just never released it. But goddamn. <laughs> like Like I, I when I when I first got my SNES Classic, I like one of the first games I played was Star Fox, and I had to turn it off after like ten minutes. I was because it was just it was so like clunky and weird. I don't even know how I played it as a kid. We grew up in the
2: Dark Ages. I mean, you because we grew up where that was the pinnacle. We couldn't foresee anything being better.
0: Oh no, I mean.
2: That's like the generation now. Like to us, this is this is the pinnacle again. This is like wow, we're at the peak. Wow, the generation coming up is like you know, okay, yeah, this is our this is our norm. This is well, our even norm. Like some
0: 360 games, uh, you know, like I I play uh, NCAA 14 on my Xbox 360 because it was the last NCAA football game to come out, and that game looks. I mean, it doesn't look great and I thought it was perfectly fine six years ago
1: technology changing
2: fast rapid
1: it hurts too because now you're sitting there looking and you're like oh am I just spoiled now and I want yeah flawless and perfect looking where and that's one of those things like going back to Borderlands Borderlands 4 it still is good I
0: guess it's it's like a cell shaded look, and I think that look is really really
2: good. Really, my neighborhood is
0: amazing. I love
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> it happens all the time.
0: Hey, Itachi, how's
2: Philly today? Oh man, Philly's great. You know, we got the we got some. I don't even know what's our weather. It's a uh, seventy-two degrees. We got car horns blaring. And you know the funny thing is about this car on It goes off every single day. I kid you not, guys. But the time is random. It's completely is it some... random. Is it your car? I... <laughs> no. It, it, it's whoever is behind. So, guys, because I know on East and West Coast, it's like a different thing. I live in what the West Coast would call a townhouse. Here, we call it row homes. Literally, my next-door neighbor can probably hear my entire podcast. Uh, so... Behind me is another set of row homes. And then all the cars are in the driveway. So that car is from the block behind me that they parked out back. And the thing is, I pretty much know what it is and it's just annoying me and probably half the block that they haven't fixed it. It's like, so there's certain cars, they have their alarm sensor, like literally in the weirdest place under your hood. And if like you wash your car by yourself and you put too much pressure on it, it messes with the alarm. I know because like the uh, the Corollas did that because like I my ex I used to I washed her car by hand one day and I could put more pressure on the hood of my truck than I could on the hood of her car. And it was like a very slight difference and it was just too much pressure on one spot and it messed with the alarm sensor and it was doing that. It was just going off at random times. So I literally had to go and get the sensor uh, reset And then that's when they told me, it was like, yeah, if you put too much pressure on it, it'll do that. And that's pretty much what's probably happening with their car. They probably wash it by hand. They put too much pressure on the sensor. So the alarm is just going off at random times. And instead of getting it reset, they're just like, oh, it'll stop. No, it it won't, it won't stop. The battery will die before it stops. So yeah. But hey, if you guys thought that it was like a super elaborate office and we were all sitting around at a table,
0: nope. <laughs> that is not um, how it I'm is.
1: The bedroom that is converted into I'm my
0: sitting office. in our spare bedroom with a dog behind me. I am the, sitting uh, in Western my... Western suburbs of Chicago, so, you know.
1: I am
2: sitting I in my office dog. slash bedroom as well. But you guys on Patreon will see pictures and stuff that I... I will post, but <clears throat> before uh, for, before that car alarm decides to go off again at random, um, another game I want to highlight, uh, and and King Rufus, this is this is his bread and butter right here, uh, Red Dead
0: Online. Oh yeah! Holy shit, man! <laughs> uh, we're I have not put nearly as much time into this as I would like to, uh, but. I, I would say a complete turnaround from what they had. The, like that
2: the, the is, eventless desert that it was.
0: Yeah, like no, it, it was I'm just sure. it just it it felt like the shell of a game. And I think you, you boys agree with that, right? Like oh, yeah. it just felt like, like yeah. there there was just there wasn't shit to do. There wasn't you know, like I, I would say like all the content combined could be done in a few hours and like if I'm bored of a game in a week like that's not good (laughs) yeah
2: especially in this day it's really not good especially
0: like when you have guys that are like out there scrambling to like complete everything you know in a matter of days like like I said earlier I don't play nearly as much as I would like but with the Red Dead Online update I've got about 20 hours in so far and uh It's fantastic. I'm trying to level up all three uh, narratives, or like, as I guess, all three jobs uh, at the same time. So, like, your plate is full because that trading, that is no joke. The none of them are really a joke. Like, if you and I haven't gotten there yet, but with with the bounty hunting, like, I know those early level bounty huntings feel a lot like the. Bounty hunting of the main game, like where it's just like, "Mm, here he is, okay, throw a rope on him or shoot him in the face and (laughs) bring him back to the jail. Burn, but he loves shooting in the face, and that's pretty much it. Like, and that's like, but as you get further into those bounties, like you're starting to get uh legendary bounties, and I believe they even drop more legendary bounties today. Uh, so now they're like, you know, there's a ton of legendary bounties to go do. And with those legendary bounties, like you got to go find clues and get, you know, go from one place to another and then put it all together and find your bounty. And I think that's awesome.
2: OK, you know, so uh, pretty much the bounty hunter chicken in the beginning. Also, gives you freebies. the
0: monetary rewards for. Like, you know, I know we were texting last week and you're like, hey, trading seems like the way to go if you want to make money. But monetarily, like later in the game, like all three professions uh, end up making like a good amount of money. And so that way you're not going to need to go out and, you know, whip out that credit card to get more uh, gold, you know, or whatever the hell. So thumbs up to Rockstar. Uh you're like on the cusp of making a great online game and it makes me excited to see what is next for them yeah i have
2: fun and the only reason i i really like even though it's risky because i by all means and most people that know how i play i try to avoid unnecessary pvp interaction if i can help it uh, good luck in red dead so i've been lucky so far with trading i've been lucky so far uh so everybody listening if you see atachi 266 on the road that, that's, ass. that's that's that that's not me <laughs> just avoid it it's an npc that i've had them make in my name and shooting it and trying to rob it does nothing for you you no. get struck Wipe by. Them up don't don't attack with, him at all.
0: Reinforce ropes that you got as a bounty hunter, <laughs> right? And I want you to take him all the way to the top of the mountain. Stick five sticks of uh, dynamite on his head, light that shit, and watch him go flying and see how far you can make him go. That's just terrible. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Man, That's just terrible. You,
2: uh, you are in the posse, bird. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're supposed to comedy. Okay, so he, I need a new bodyguard Because I had Burn literally be my bodyguard On that last trade run Oh, that reminds me I want did you I all
1: bodyguard to you?
2: I want you all to picture If you've played Red Dead You can picture it easy. I want you to picture an Old West scenario And all Is the NPC, not what somebody did. Yes, because King Rufus doesn't know about it oh God!
0: What did you guys do?
2: Not what we did What Bullet Sponge did Hi guys. What did he do? Now, in most games, everybody knows, in any form of RPG, a character comes running up to you at breakneck speed, because everybody apparently has the speed of a track star, and then they run up to you, and they call out to you for help. So, Burn, being the Western gentleman that he is, decided to listen to this NPC woman's woes. Stops his horse, He acknowledges her and she starts to tell him her troubles. I ride up on the other side of the road and also listen to this woman's troubles. Problem is we never got to find out what her troubles were because Bullet Sponge comes riding up and runs this lady over with his horse. Full (laughs) speed. I mean wasted her and kept on going.
0: Straight up. up. I mean... She, has, flew. she flew <laughs> oh did she glitch out and fly cause that's always not like, like, not not like, no, like no no you know, no, no online, she didn't get the, she didn't get like the blessed any... glitch
2: she didn't get a blessed glitch no she was road kill for the most part <laughs> like the front of the horse met the back of her neck and you heard impact oh and
1: he, he just he gets up about a minute later fall off
2: I mean whatever problem she had we'll never know cuz she sprinted off into the sunset after that. I well, think I would
0: she think so. I, I think she wanted too. I think she wanted a ride back to town. <laughs> probably. Then, it was probably one of those or you guys were getting set
2: up. Well, you know that's what bullet that's what bullet sponge is going with. He was like she probably was setting us up. And I'd say just run to
0: experience all those setups. I mean, some of them in like now granted I'm just waiting for it in Red Dead Online, you know, to get some of those setups, like you get, uh, like I don't know if you've encountered the fine gentleman in uh, in the
1: swamp. Oh, uh, uh, the creepy, the creepy. You talking about with the sister? Are you talking about the gentleman with the sister, or are you talking about the gentleman by himself? No, no, there, well, there's the gentleman that's by himself
2: that follows and- you
0: that sometimes at random, that creepy one. Okay. No, there's no, no, no. This guy invites in you challenge. into his home and then knocks you out. Oh, then,
2: does, yeah, okay, and does stuff. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: and, uh, cause you wake it, up in it a is pit implied compl- <laughs> that you have been penetrated. Yep, cause you wake up sore. Yep.
2: Yeah, I, okay, and, uh, yeah.
0: You know, and then there's the, uh, the pig farm as well. The, the, uh, cannibals at the pig farm, uh, mm-hmm. who, are also into incest.
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> now you know you look perfect, princess.
0: Yeah, I remember yeah, that. That her whole cool. like. I mean, look. There's some really fucked up stuff in that in in the story mode, but so I'm just waiting for you know all those people to just start up popping and up and, and. Well, I, I know some online. people
2: because uh, people did it in GTA. <laughs> and i know that people probably are doing it on red dead they'll invite people to their posse with the whole purpose of like lassoing them and like like throwing them off the bridges and like just like oh yeah we'll bring you the posse we'll give you some money you just gotta follow us to our hideout and then they just
0: set them up oh absolutely and (laughs) so yeah i think like as long as it doesn't become like a total like grief or problem you know like 24 7 like red dead has been
2: yeah uh, i i I was i
0: look back past it i was at 50
2: 50 in honor i was actually halfway between honorable and dishonorable because i literally had to kill people just to be able to play the game at all
0: yeah oh yeah no i don't think anybody had a high honor uh pretty you know before these, uh, before this latest DLC, like it just wasn't possible. Like you just got to go, you just got to go in there and expect to murder everybody. Yeah, or get murdered. Yeah, or get murdered. Like not even puppies are safe. No, like, nothing, <laughs> nothing,
2: and no one is safe. And you want, but you want to talk about a very stress induced thing. Is I, I find
0: trade runs to be very stress-inducing. <laughs> oh, that, that, a lot of the the new. DLC just in general is like it'll make your palm sweat and I like that because I think that shows like some initiative like to the game knowing that you can you know get knocked off have your trade run get fucked uh, <laughs> yeah yeah you know? and, and some of it it isn't even griefing you know like it's just part of the game
2: I think some people get scared because remember uh burn that guy that shotgun me because he hit me with his horse yeah Yeah. So.
1: One later. Yeah.
2: (laughs) So here's a note to anybody who plays Red Dead Online on the PS4. If you shotgun or if you kill me, out of reaction, fear, or just because, I will find you, and
0: I will
2: get revenge.
0: I'm gonna like just buy a PS4 now and go in with a with an anonymous name.
2: I will fight
0: so you! Find you. <laughs> just so you don't know it's me.
2: I still no. will fight. Burn, like, did I not yeah, hunt he, that guy down? Because I hunted he, him down. I hunted that guy down. He. So we were coming out of a fog. We were in the middle of a mission. This guy, I guess, decided... I mean, this says a lot about them as a driver, if they drive. We were already crossing the road. He decided, nope, I'ma keep going and cut you off. So our horses collided. We go flying. I get up. I just look at him. No sign of hostility. I just look at him. He can clearly see my name. I know he can, because I can see his. He immediately shoots me and kills me.
0: I mean, maybe you just didn't have the right look. Well, maybe it just wasn't your day. I didn't like the back of his head in that house
2: that I found him in. I mean, he was really intent on stealing whatever he was stealing off the shelf too, because he did not see me, and I stood there with the gun for like a good minute, <laughs> just looking at him. And then I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna put him out of his misery. I also did the same thing to Bullet, but that was only because he was messing around and kept shooting me. I didn't have friendly fire on.
1: Oh god. I feel like. Yeah.
0: Playing that game with bullet sponge would be uh, highly entertaining.
1: Oh especially if you give bullet like it's uh,
0: hilarious. It'll have like you in stag. <sighs> he
2: wasn't even that's the thing. I mean, he hit a lady on the horse. What was he? Texting he said it was he put his he was texting and riding. <laughs> <laughs> he was texting and writing.
0: I was texting and riding my horse. Uh, I, was
2: I was like, oh gosh. I mean In one night, he had me in tears twice because the the whole time he was shooting me with his pistol to check if I had turned on friendly fire so he wouldn't be caught off guard. Thing is, I was sitting there shooting you in the back just to see like, yeah, so I, I was counting his bullets. So I knew when he needed to reload. So the second he needed to reload, I turned friendly fire on and shotgunned him. (laughs) just blasted him with one shot and he just dropped like a sack of potatoes perfect (laughs) i sat there and counted his bullets i warned him though i gave him fair warning i said stop shooting me i know what you're doing
0: warning so that's you know better than most exactly because most people will
2: yeah, most people will uh, will just ride up on you and lasso you off of your
0: horse. Take you to the top of a mountain, put dynamite on your head, and watch you go. Yep, spoken like uh, someone who's done it. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> actually, no, I've never done it in online, but it's really fun to do if you put in the cheat codes. Uh, so that way you can like have like uh, unlimited um, like whatever the super explosive dynamite is uh and see if you can like glitch out the game like just because you put like so much dynamite on like the the oh the the racist dude's head uh like there's like a guy who's like selling a eugenics book in um yeah in um, saint denis yeah in in saint denis there's a guy who's selling a eugenics book so he's really fun to kidnap and do that too um, so 10 out of 10, you can throw him up there anytime or, like, pick up one of the clan members or, you know, just any one of the fine NPCs that
1: are... Gator. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the I'm fed him to a gator. him to a gator.
0: That's another fun way to go. There are lots of... to kill people in that game. Uh, <laughs> that just sounds terrible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's not quite... Uh... What was it the Rockstars? What was it, Manhunt?
2: Oh, now man. Okay, <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. Manhunt is a category all to good,
0: itself, but it's still like, you know, it's
2: up there. You can still see the humor behind behind it in in Red Dead. The only time I find it extremely frustrating is obviously when it's going to be the most inconvenient time, which is technically could be at any time. It's like you know you're in the middle of a timed mission and somebody decides you riding by them and they want to shoot you right in the oh middle yeah of your time mission that,
0: that'll definitely get annoying is like if you're trying to like you said make make a certain time uh the other thing that I don't get with the uh, bounty hunting missions is why do I have to wait for the timer to run out to get the most amount of money wait what that's a thing that's a thing look at it go go in and try it tonight like, run a bounty hunting mission, right? And run it as fast as you can. And I guarantee you will not get as much money if, as if you bring that person... You have to bring him back alive. That is, like, the key. You know, like, you always make more money if you get them yeah. alive. But...
1: A concept yeah, Burn still
0: struggles him, with. What? A that concept Burn struggles he struggles with? with. He drowned
2: one of our... Our bounties.
0: Oh no! <laughs> did they fall down the? Did they fall down a waterfall? Because that's happened to me. So no, it actually happened to no. me like they, two nights ago. They drowned in a I puddle.
1: Greg was... I mean, Itachi. Right. I'm sitting here trying to protect Itachi from getting shot at, and trying not to get shot at myself. The uh, sports just... glitched. Person fell off and i don't know if i either a shot them in the face or b because they were tied up and face down in a puddle they drowned
0: you can definitely drown people in a puddle
1: uh in that
0: game so if you just take somebody to like the edge of a river right and just drop them in the water like face down mm-hmm. 10 yeah. out of 10. <laughs> they'll be uh
2: swimming with the fishes Fucking for sure men. And guys, that's uh, that's how you dispose of people in Red Dead Redemption online.
0: Yeah, cool. Well, yeah, that's gonna Pick get back you. anytime for uh, more tips on gratuitous violence. Yes,
2: yes. This is this is apparently the podcast for that. Anywho, speaking on and our last uh, thing of the of the evening uh, and gratuitous violence, Mortal Kombat. The
0: reboot. I think it's so funny that we were just talking about this last week. Yeah. And uh, and we have a cast today. We have a cast. And I am liking I'm liking this cast.
2: I I really am. So what
0: do you what do you like about it?
2: Um one, and this is this is probably gonna the appearances I I I always feel appearances should be if if not spot on, pretty doggone close. And in terms of their video game counterparts, these guys are pretty close. Uh, It's kind of making me think like Mortal Kombat maybe just wasn't meant to be done as a movie at the time it was. With the exception, okay, the Shang Tsung, the guy, he's so good at it. He was so good at it that now the game is modeled after him. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's how good he was like they were like you know what you are Shang Tsung
1: only character on the new movie that I'm kinda I feel weird about and it's just because of the two things I've seen him in you're just playing Jax I was
2: you gonna know? say are you talking about uh, I can't say his name McCod M- M- Brooks I don't know if it's McCod M- 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 or Kazak Mccod Brooks Cod Brooks
1: yeah oh I know him for Jimmy Jimmy. Olsen and I also know him for Jimmy Olsen for those who watch Supergirl
0: that is who's gonna be uh Jax now I don't watch Supergirl but I do know Jimmy Olsen how the fuck is this guy gonna be Jax now because like is jimmy olsen not a bitch anymore so jimmy olsen's leaving supergirl really yes okay which is is probably why he's he's able to like six foot three and jacked (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: probably i mean i I guess i he might that he just might not fit into the story anymore
1: okay yeah makes sense um the actor is like he's tall i just can't picture him being Well, that's jacked. what they make
0: steroids for, for yeah, tall and right. jacked like he's gonna get on that uh christian bale batman diet if you guys know what i mean oh <laughs>
2: but uh chin han as shang Tsung, um he was a baddie in the dark knight and he definitely has that that bad guy vibe to him yeah. He definitely has that bad guy vibe. Now the only problem, and this kind of, this is gonna, this is, this is just the Mortal Kombat fanboy in me. Uh Kari Hiyuki Tagawa, literally because now they've made him Shang Tsung, it just feels weird seeing someone else be Shang Tsung. Like those are some big shoes to fill. Like the guy, when the when the people have changed their original model to be you, that's like when Jeff Goldblum got a statue of him and I can't even remember what country, they made a statue of him from the Jurassic Park movie. Like, that's... <laughs> where he's
1: laying down?
2: Where he's laying down and his shirt's open and it was like, yeah. they made a statue yeah. of him, I was like, that's... Oh, that was in London. London, there you go. That's, that's the level that, that Hiroyuki is on. It's like, look, they made the character after me now. I played it and then they made him me. So... Jinhan has some very huge shoes to fill. Very huge. And it, it, I feel kind of bad for him. So I'm like, if I was <laughs> if I was him, you I would like just... You know, like
1: Hiroyuki. Hiroyuki Sonata. Excited for him being a Scorpion.
2: You know, and that, that... I'm wondering if they're... I'm wondering, because how old is he?
0: I want to say he's in his forties,
1: like mid to late forties, right?
0: Yeah, but he's gonna have a mask on and like, I mean, I there's mean, a lot that you could do with him to
1: hide his age. Oh,
2: don't get me wrong, he I hey, like. No,
1: I'm wrong. He is 58.
2: Yeah, he's he's up there because he. I was about to say because he did The Last Samurai with Tom Cruise, I think.
1: So he he's been in acting for a while. So he got those that don't know who he is. He, um, on top of playing Scorpion, on top of being in The Last Samurai, and getting in the Wolverine, he was in Forty Seven Ronins. Yep. Westworld. Yep. Mm. He's he's been, really been a lot of stuff. Yeah, he's been in a lot, been lot of Lost. stuff. I just can't think of who he was on Lost. Again. And for those who probably
2: only live in the movie, where he was in Endgame, he was. Uh... Yeah. The dude Hawkeye. He fought. was the dude. Yeah, he was the dude that Hawkeye got in a sword fight with. So there you go. Now everybody knows who we're talking about. <laughs> but you know, I will I I'll say voice-wise, I could give that to him as Scorpion. I, I guess I'm just wondering, like, uh Are they intending to keep Scorpion in for a long time? Like how many movies are we talking here? Because it looks like they slated people that they intend to use for a while, if you get what I mean. So I'm wondering if they're gonna, you know, is Scorpion just gonna be a one and done or or what? Because it takes years to develop these movies. So I'm just kind of curious. Do I think he can do it? I give everybody a shot. I give everybody a benefit of the doubt the one time. So I'm curious, but Joel Talzum as Sub-Zero. Oh <laughs> my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> Oh, King Rufus. Do you know who
0: Joe Tossum is? Uh, not really. No.
2: Oh. Received the raid. Nope. Oh, you. That's your homework. That's your homework.
0: Is, is that something I gotta do this weekend? Yes. Uh, you
2: wanna talk about gratuitous violence? That I would be like right. That. that would be. That is I'm right. Gonna talk proud. about
1: one of the best martial arts movies you'll ever watch. Yeah. No. I've. I'm. I'm looking at this now. Uh,
0: as far as the article that you guys sent over. Uh, Joe Talsam, known for The Raid, Fast 6, and The Night, the night Comes, comes for, for Us. That's a good
2: one. That is a good and movie.
0: I And I have seen zero of those movies. Okay.
2: So, Scratch out Fast 6. You don't need to see Fast 6. You want to see his skills in action, watch The Night Comes for Us, and watch The, the Raid.
0: Word. All right. Sounds good. You know, because, like, I've always, like, meant to, like, watch all the Fast and the Furious movies just because, like... There's, I mean, I consider them a cultural phenomenon. Like, how the fuck does this movie, like, keep going? going long. <laughs> yeah, but you know, like, yeah. I've never seen a movie that goes about like street racing, turn into like international crime syndicates and <laughs> like <laughs> it's like
2: it's like Fast and Furious. Literally, dig
0: if you watch it from one to what is it? almost 8, uh, right? So they are Fast 7 plus several spin-off movies like with Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw.
2: So uh, it's literally fast gone from... Tokyo
0: Drift. Next year. Counts in there as number 3 or where that falls in the story, but Tokyo Drift, Tokyo Drift is 3. Yeah, Tokyo okay. Drift is 3. So pretty much, Fast and
2: Furious decided to take and throw in Mission Impossible and then they balled it up and then they were like, here you go. And it's like what happened to the street races like i wonder how many people like wake up one day in the middle of the night and they go huh fast and furious really isn't i don't think fast. there's
0: face <laughs> a street race in a fast movie since tokyo drift that's fine i could be
1: wrong i'm weird about those movies i've watched all of them fast five they actually six have a street had race one, but fast six had one when he meets letty again Fast okay, but it's not, like, it's not like the first Fast and
0: the Furious movie where that's the majority military, of the movie.
1: Yeah, no, man. it literally Fast 6 had one that lasted like a minute. Fast 5 had one. Some cars. Fast 4 had two. Three had a whole bunch. Two had a whole bunch. And Pretty
2: much what? they've drifted. One, just no pun intended. Drifted.
1: You really think about it? two only had one really yeah, remember two it two
2: time. went more down the crime crime investigation
1: yeah, two only had technically two only had one well no two had okay two. but there was a lot of car chases in it still yeah, that's where
2: yeah it's it's gotten to the point now
0: where, how where
2: how where shiny
1: from yeah
2: how shiny can the rocket <laughs> and how many guns can we put on this car? And how many buildings can this car go through?
1: How many times can you see Vin Diesel oil up? That's weird. <laughs> <gone>. I mean, <laughs> well, like, I'm not trying
0: to say, you know, we're, we're sitting here and we're making fun of it, but like, have you seen the numbers that Hobson Shaw has done? Oh, they've been dominating. It is crazy how well that movie has done like over especially overseas like it did dominate movie. but if you look at what they've done in the Asian market like the movie's gonna gross a billion dollars that's yeah. ridiculous
1: <laughs> granted people here hated the movie not a terrible movie it's just listen the rock's never gonna win an Oscar for for anything
0: but you put him in it's anything that... it's gonna do well yeah I mean he's the, the highest actor in the world, because he doesn't say no to a role. That's okay. Either does Christopher Walken, but you know. Yeah. Let's watch. This was your grandfather's. So I, I have,
2: every time I think I think pulp <laughs> fiction.
1: <laughs> that, watch you conversation. You that watch conversation. You <laughs> leave <laughs> that watch <is> it. <laughs> it conversation. Oh amazing. man! <laughs> when, when you
2: listen to it. When you when you listen to it, when you first watch it, if you watched it like as a teenager, and you're just like, Ooh, ah. but when you really listen to when you really to listen life. to what he's saying, and you're like, oh, what, what you
1: smoking?
2: okay.
1: Why did three generations of men shove? Watch Why up did we all?
0: <laughs> and you're. It's Tarantino. Yeah. He's gonna do what he wants to do. Yeah, sure.
1: yeah.
2: I mean i'd probably be an angry boxer too if i had to do that but hey
0: you know <sighs>
1: All right. yeah about that movie. so
0: lewis tan is going to be in this in an undisclosed role what does that mean uh some character
2: role. that they haven't yet announced which i'm kind of curious about
0: and you know what
1: who haven't they had it in a mortal kombat movie i mean well I can't picture him playing anybody other than Kenshin. Yeah, but why wouldn't they just announce that? Because like, they might be indecisive. Or Yeah. Or Because Mortal Kombat does have a lot of characters.
0: But right, but like all the characters that I'm actor, looking at here and I we discussed this last week that I am not like the know all of Mortal Kombat. In fact I know very, very little. But I know every single one of these characters that uh that they've Announced so far as part of the cast, like I know Luke Kang, I know Scorpion, I know Sub Zero, I know Shang Tsung, like I know Jax you know, because those are these are all pretty much OG characters the of the series. I'm just saying, and this is I.
2: Anybody got thoughts on the Molina? Because personally, I'm very curious to see how.
1: The I don't have. I don't have thoughts because they haven't announced. Katana, Katana. So I want to see, see how those three play out.
2: I mean, unless she plays
1: herself because it's a clone, right? right. So, and I get that, but it's like, and the, the actress, board, they say Katana and Melina, you can tell them apart after a while.
0: Yeah, I'm just, just uh, you know, that's just, the, I mean, for me, that's just the outfit, you know. Like yeah. Molina's in the in the red And you know Katana's in the blue
2: And they're just taking the I'm just saying because uh, this I believe her name is Cece Stranger. Yes. She's very attractive And I'm like wondering like oh my gosh They're going to have to turn her into this Toothy hidey, Half hideous
0: chick I'm like trying yeah. to see it And I'm like oh they're, I don't think that they're going to do that I think they're going to go 100% sex appeal with
1: think they're never going to show her mouth
0: basically no no or they'll do something where like you know she can like transform her face yeah, you know, oh, right?
1: uh, yeah. No. but you see what i'm saying right yeah yeah, like, yeah. i hope they I, don't That's you know, playing. And luke kang is the one that's throwing me off uh, i
2: think
0: he looks the role
1: and it looks like they're tapping Ryan, for a young luke
0: Lynn. Lin. So, oh, so he was uh, in the Power Rangers movie. Mm-hmm.
2: He was the he Black Ranger.
0: Go. Got it.
1: Played Zack in Power Rangers.
2: Yep. That Which whole weird to say. Yeah, it was that whole awkward Wait. moment when they were in the pool and he goes, I'm black. And
0: <laughs> no, you're not. Yeah, <laughs> I am. You know, like, the Power Rangers movie actually kind of threw me off because there weren't like... A bunch of racial stereotypes. Yeah,
1: <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. They, it, they played it smart because they tried to avoid all the racial stereotypes. Yeah. Fun fact about the original Power Rangers. That's all it was. It was. It was exactly <laughs> was Latina. No, the yeah, Yellow Ranger s- was Asian. No, no, no. No, no.
2: no, was no they, she was. Yeah. She, they. They made her. Yeah. Yeah. Burns right. Well, they original. made in the movie.
0: Oh, I thought you were saying in the original series, I was like... Even
1: in the original series, the pilot, Trini, wasn't Asian. Really? Yeah, she was played by a Puerto Rican Yep, she was played by a Puerto Rican. What? Changing the character. They ended up going to the Asian. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yep. Either way you look at it, it's super, super racist. Yeah, very but right.
2: hey, so, oh, we got a black hey. guy. Uh, okay, he's, Guess the, so black he's black the Black Ranger. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think they didn't take into consideration or understand based off of the Super Sentai storyline that they were going with like male in the Japanese version. Right? What? Yeah, the yellow Ranger was a, is was a male in Super Sentai, right? right? That's why there's no skirt for the yellow Ranger. Huh? Whoopsie. <laughs> and that's why like during the fight scenes where they're in the helmet and everything like that, the yellow ranger didn't have feminine movements like the pink ranger. Hmm. American cast was very racial. Yeah. Very racial. Oh. Love it God, if I remember right, Austin like John is like native american yeah i was gonna say yeah Yeah, they're
2: they're the red ranger was always supposed to be like half native american and
0: yeah they had it all i believe even like in the beginning he was wearing like an arrowheader Mm -hmm. like with a necklace if i'm not like completely mistaken or you know some sort of like native american yeah like always had something on him you know billy billy was the typical nerd i guess
1: (laughs) and and figure out also. Like, what? Funny thing about Billy, which super ironic, baggy clothes in the original series, is because he was more in shape than all the other cast members. That does not shock me. Like he I was a gymnast before the show. And I think he was like close to the like he had potential to go to the Olympics or something like that.
0: Okay, so he was super jacked, but they obviously, they didn't want to show that because they wanted to show off uh, Austin St. John's ass muscles and... Charge uh, skills, yep. Yeah, and whatever fucking Tommy's actual name is, the Green Ranger. Uh, Jason David Frank, I don't you. ask how I know that. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, I mean, he just like pops up places, so, you know... Like even to this day, like I, I just, and I'm pretty sure that he's that Jason David Frank is at every con that has ever like happened. He's always there. No, like so, like I usually I choose either to go to WizCon or C2E2 here in Chicago every year. I just rotate because doing both is like that's just too much for me, you know, because some but. He's always there. Every single time. Doesn't matter.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, definitely is. Go where the money is and where, you know, where you're invited. Hey. That's true. But as always, that this is uh this is the end of the line for us this week, guys. Yep. Yeah. We next week so is sad. actually I know, I know, it's so sad. Next week. Episode 10, guys. Ooh, I didn't think we'd make it this far. I, <laughs> you, huh, <laughs> man, just play. No. Man. But yes, next week is episode 10. I, and guys, look forward because Nikia Nightshade is going to be joining us in one of our future episodes to come talk about her Halloween, something she does okay. every year. It's going to be she actually sent me the links to some of the videos. Guys, it's some really good stuff. It's, it's really, really good stuff. So she's going to be joining us so she can talk about it. Let us know what it's about and and everything. So guys, look forward to that. Once again, this has been a blast. I, I love doing the, these episodes each week. This is... It's, it's also like a good form of therapy. It is. It's, it's a good form of therapy perfect. And, and I, I, I hope know. all of you guys enjoy it. Um, and, one of the and highlights of my week, bro. So mm-hmm. see, see therapy. We get to talk about people hitting people with horses, shotguns, gratuitous violence. Oh, and video games. Of course. We'll <laughs> games. <laughs> but guys, if you enjoy the podcast, think about supporting the podcast on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash itachi 266. We are starting a premium podcasts, but you can only hear it on Patreon. So guys go and check it out. If you enjoy this one, I think you will enjoy premium. Be warned. We will be in our natural habitat.
0: What does that mean?
2: Uh, it's, it's a little more edgy. It's a little more edgy. No, think about it. Like
0: he does like to edge.
2: I Yay. do. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> fine That's how you okay so that what? was a sneak sorry. peek no, that was a sneak peek right there uh and the rest will be on premium thank you sorry guys <laughs> he can't help himself sometimes he just no, you know I can't it just i just can't help it this is one of the reasons we had to start the premium <laughs> this is exactly why but yes guys check it out also follow me on twitter at atachi 2661 hit me up let me know what you guys want us to talk about like the game reviews you if you want is you know king rufus to personally say his slogan at increased volumes and send you a sound clip i'm pretty sure he'd be more than happy to do that
0: i would be if if any of those patreons out there want me to do like a whole bunch of suck my balls (laughs) in different voices and in different accents i would be more than happy to do that for you guys and there you have it. Hell, I might even record an entire podcast of just suck my balls. Oh
2: my
0: god, that won't be that.
2: that won't be on the chop shop, guys. That'll
0: be like oh don't don't you worry that I will post that uh, on my own uh, <laughs> podcast page if that ever uh, comes <laughs> to be.
2: So look forward to to that, guys. The premium, not the suck <laughs> my balls, Eddie uh, who. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we will see you all on the next podcast. Later,
1: guys. All right, everybody. Go ahead. Say it. Suck my balls. (laughs) There it is. There it is.
2: What's up, everyone? Atachi266 here. Did you enjoy that podcast? If so, make sure you follow me on Twitter at Atachi2661 and Instagram at Atachi266Ttv. Also, think about becoming a patron and help support the channel at Patreon.com/slash Atachi266. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time.